Welcome to the Free Man Void. I'm your host, Victus D. Void. This is, of course, if you're listening on YouTube or BitChute. However, if you're uh, listening on the podcast, I should have said watching, first of all. <laughs> I should have said if you're watching on YouTube or BitChute. But if you're listening on the podcast, Free Man's Addendum, Mad World, I'm your host, Victus D. Void. And today we're talking about something that is, uh, in the grand scheme of things, just another step deeper into the dystopia, the dystopia that awaits us. So, have you guys ever heard of the concept of morality pills? Mor- morality pills. Pills that you can take that make you obedient to whatever grand body of authority, authority figures that, you know, control you. Well, until last night, I had never heard of such a thing. Well, that's actually a lie. I've read about these things in books that feature a dystopian society, like, you know, a corrupt totalitarian regime that wants to control you. <clears throat> 1984. But uh, I never took the possibility that these things could become real anytime soon at least i figured these things could happen but you know i thought that would have to be something like way down the line like in a hundred years or so but uh according to an article i found a morality pill may be upon us in the near in in the near future excuse me i can't speak anyways the this article is called morale morality pills may be the u.s's best shot at ending the coronavirus pandemic according to an ethicist Wow, an ethicist. You know, every time I see one of these fancy words for so-called experts, like ethicists, you know, like, because they always use these experts as a justification, as if these experts um, know all there is about the world, because uh, they're called experts, right? They're supposed to know, you know, what exactly we need to do. But they always use this imaginary authority we've given to these so-called experts to justify extreme measures like, you know, morality pills. (laughs) Anyways, the article reads as this. COVID-19 is a collective risk. It threatens everyone, and we all must cooperate to lower the chance that the coronavirus harms any one individual. Among other things, that means keeping safe social distances and wearing masks. But many people choose not to do these things, making spread of infection more likely. First off, that paragraph itself is filled with false narratives. We already know that masks don't keep you safe. They do nothing to protect you. We already know that social distancing doesn't do a damn thing. Because a virus isn't going to stop itself and go, oh, man, he's six feet away. I can't touch him. No, are you kidding me? The second you sneeze, your germs fly out of your nose at like 60 miles an hour. You know, like it's that may be an exaggeration, but I know it's somewhere up there like that. But, you know, there's nothing you can you can do to stop a virus from spreading if it wants to spread. You know, and if you if you're going to die from a virus, you're going to die. There's nothing you can do about it. That This is life. This is life on this mortal plane that we exist in. And also, the idea that you can keep any one individual safe from coronavirus, like, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That is fantasy talk. That is delusion right there. Like, there's no way you can protect everyone. It's just not going to happen. You can't even stop everyone from being killed from a serial killer. You know, like, if you can't protect yourself against serial killers, what makes you think you can protect yourself from pathogens, from viruses that have been plaguing society for about (laughs) since the dawn of human civilization? Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Anyways, let's continue on with this article. When someone chooses not to follow public health guidelines around the coronavirus, they're defecting from the public good. There it is public good, the greater good. They establish the narrative that it's necessary for every individual to follow the established rules for the greater good to keep everybody safe. 
They do this to establish dogma. So in the future, when somebody steps out of line, the brainwashed sheep can easily label them as traitors, defectors, enemies of humanity, people who don't care about others. They're using this, they're using compassion as a false narrative for their, you know, plans. Continuing on. It's the moral equivalent of the tragedy of commons. If everyone shares the same pasture for their individual flocks, some people are going to graze their animals longer or let them eat more than their fair share, ruining the commons in the process. Selfish and self-defeating behavior undermines the pursuit of something from which everyone can benefit. Selfish behavior. People, you are selfish for not following false narratives. You are selfish from, from practicing freedom and using your rights to fight against a totalitarian movement, you are selfish. There you go. You are selfish for doing what is right, and they are good for doing what is wrong. Democratically enacted enforceable rules mandating things like mask wearings and social distancings may, might work if defectors could be coerced into adhering to them. But not all states have opted to pass them or to enforce the rules that are in place. <laughs> Democratically enacted enforceable rules. <laughs> democratically enacted enforceable rules <laughs> excuse me but that my friends is a flaming a flagrant oxymoron my research in bioethics focuses on questions like how to induce those who are non-cooperative to get on board with doing what's best for the public good oh man so brainwashing <laughs> so brainwashing this guy spends his entire life researching how to brainwash individuals enforcing them to go against what it what it is they truly desire yet people want to claim that christianity is is brainwashing people no 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 sure the christians who are out there forcing people to go against what it is they want they're in the rock because jesus never forced anyone to do anything he gave you the choice do what is right or do what is wrong at the end of the day you know we're gonna have to face judgment as individuals not as a group so you should never try to force anyone to do anything even if they want to avoid doing what is good in this situation mask mandates and covid restrictions are not what is good they are what is wrong they are false narratives so going against them is intrinsically good so the guy continues with to me, it seems the problem of coronavirus defectors could be solved by moral enhancement, like receiving a vaccine to beef up your immune system. People could take a substance to boost their cooperative pro-social behavior. Could a psychoactive pill be the solution to pandemic? To the pandemic? Hmm. Could a psychoactive pill be the solution to the pandemic? It baffles me that people like this can't see why, why they are so unbelievably wrong. Like, they can't understand why their perspective is so foul. It's so evil. They're, they're willing to give you a pill that would help brainwash you into being obedient to false narratives to the beast system. Fascinating. It's a far out there proposal that's bound to be controversial, but one I believe is worth at least considering given the importance of social cooperation in the struggle to get COVID-19 under control. <laughs> my goodness. Oh my goodness.
Evidence from my experimental economics shows that defections are common to situations in which people face collective risks. Economists use public goods games to measure how people behave in various scenarios to lower collective risk, such as from climate change or a pandemic, and to prevent the loss of public and private goods. The evidence from these experiments is no cause for optimism. Usually everyone loses because people won't cooperate. This research suggests it's not surprising that people aren't wearing masks or social distancing. Lots of people defect from groups when facing a collective risk. By the same token, I'd expect that as a group, we will fail at addressing the collective risk of COVID-19 because groups usually fail. For more than 150,000 Americans so far, this has meant losing everything there is to lose. More false narratives. I want you guys to focus in on his usage of collective risk. That phrase, collective risk. It's so interesting because these people need collectivism to justify their beliefs. They need you to avoid your individuality and exclude your individual and independent thoughts and re refer to yourself or at least think of yourself as a member of a collective. Remember, these Marxists aren't going to blatantly come out demanding communism. Instead, they're going to use communism to infect different, uh, you know, ways of thought, especially like in the medical world where they're thinking of creating morality pills that would help brainwash people into becoming obedient sheep. They're not going to come right out and say, hey, we want to brainwash you. Instead, they'll use false narratives. But to continue on with those 150,000 Americans who have died from COVID, we all know the counting of COVID deaths has been fudged up recently, not just recently, since the beginning. You know, they, they count every death, you know, as a COVID death, even uh, only if they have COVID or at least they test positive for COVID, even if they didn't die from COVID. So if you die of a heart attack and you tested positive for COVID, you died of COVID. So they, they fudge up the rules, fudge up the statistics, and then push false narratives. You know how these things go. But don't abandon all hope, he says. In some of these experiments, the groups win and successfully prevent the losses associated with the collective risk. What makes winning more likely? Things like keeping a running tally of what others are contributing, observing others' behaviors, communication, coordination, before and during play, democratic implementation of an enforceable rule requiring co requiring contributions guys <laughs> do you guys see this so this is what he says what makes winning more likely things like keeping a running tally of what others are contributing a running tally basically keeping check on your neighbors being suspicious of what other people are doing spying on people do you see this? They want to create distrust within the American system. They want you guys to hate one another. They want you guys to betray one another for the sake of the greater good. Except instead of saying it, just coming right out and saying, hey, betray one another. Betray one another for the greater good of a corrupt system. They say, you know, keep an eye on people. Keep a running tally of what others are contributing. Make sure they're doing exactly what you are doing. Because what you and I are doing is good. But when others don't want to follow the established rules, they are bad. They want you to create an enemy. An enemy distinction. Divide and conquer. It doesn't get much more blatant than this, guys. It's, <laughs> it's right in our faces. 
For those of us in the United States, these conditions are out of reach when it comes to COVID-19. You can't know what others are contributing to the fight against coronavirus, especially if you socially distance yourself. It's impossible to keep a running tally of what the other 328 million people in the United States are doing, and communication and coordination are not feasible outside of your own small group. Even if these factors are achievable, they still require very cooperative behavior that's in short supply. The scale of the pandemic is simply too great for any of these to be possible. So when I worked as a salesman, one of the greatest tactics I was taught to use or one of the greatest little you know, tools you can employ is creating a sense of urgency. Present the problem as something that that is so great that the client or the uh, you know the person interested in the product starts to believe that the product itself is a necessity that is needed to stop a problem that has become so big and and dangerous. The only way to solve it is spending money on my product. This guy is trying to push a narrative that COVID nineteen is such a dangerous risk, is such a massive problem that we need to take extreme measures to solve it. He's a salesman selling false narratives and totalitarian domination. But yeah, anyways, that's that's what I got to say about this, you know, I just think I think this guy's full of crap. I think he he has an angle and he's pushing it hard. And yeah, you know, that's all there has to say about this. You know, like I don't I don't want to stay on it too much cuz you know, it's it's just the same old same old. Nothing new, just another step deeper into the dystopian abyss that awaits us. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned, stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.